0: This is Glenn Crooks on Frame. On January 6th, Ronnie Dyla was named the fourth head coach of the New York City Football Club, and then five days later, he's managing his first day of preseason. On this episode of On Frame, my conversation with a 44-year-old Norwegian who had previous coaching stints in Norway with Stroms and Valaranga with a two-year stint at Glasgow Celtic in between. The club training in Santa Barbara currently preparing for a closed-door scrimmage with LAFC on Friday, leading into a CONCACAF Champions League match on February the 20th. Dyla talks about his family, his assistance, his style, and his disrobing pledge to supporters should New York City bring home an MLS championship. Well, Ronnie Dyla, I want to welcome you to New York City, although... You haven't really been able to spend much time there, but you just said before uh, we started the recording here, Santa Barbara, not bad, huh?
1: I Fantastic. It's been uh, very good so far. So, But uh, I bet it's going to be very good to come to New York as well. So uh, I've only been there for three days so far, but um, it's going to be a lot in the future.
0: So, uh, Ronnie, a, a lot of uh, supporters and, and those interested in the club and MLS will listen to this. Uh, can you just tell us a little bit about your family? I mean, who's who's coming over with you?
1: It's uh, I have three kids, uh, and two of them uh, have twins. They are 20 years old. They are uh, professional handball players in uh, Norway, so they're going to stay there. And then I have... Um, uh a girlfriend partner uh who's coming uh, we were together we have a 3 year, year old uh, girl as well so we're going to be three uh, people uh, living in new york
0: wow handball is that the is that more the the national sport of norway than than soccer no it's not but uh <clears throat>
1: the women are very very good uh, in in handball and football so we are better with girls than with, with uh, men in in norway so the, the handball team for Norway has been the best team in the last 15 years in the world.
0: Wow. All right, well, let's get back to the soccer. Uh, the club, New York City FC, you were contacted just before Christmas, so this all has happened quite quickly. Um, could you just tell us a little bit how uh, you were familiar with the club and they were familiar with you? When did that uh, relationship begin?
1: I have other a relationship with... Uh, <clears throat> with the City family for a long time because I had, uh, I've had i had a lot of uh, loan players uh, from them uh, when I was in Celtic, also in Stremskut's the first club I was in. And, uh, and I've been visiting many times, so the relationship, I've been there for a long time. And um, uh, the contact with uh, New York was, uh, you know, was uh, starting through my agent uh, around Christmas. And then um, they asked me for... Through him if I was interested. And uh, and this club is something I've been interested in for a long time, uh, and also the league. So um, when the chance was coming, it was uh, was an easy choice for me. Yeah,
0: yeah it's the, the tendency is to always ask somebody coming from Europe, you know, about MLS. So you, you've followed the league, mostly New York City because of the city football group, or just the league in general?
1: well because of uh, New York City football group uh, of course a little bit but uh, I had also I've had uh, many players in the MLS uh, that I coached before um, Nor Diamande in uh, FC, LAFC. I have uh, Ola kamara for many years in Norway before he go out and he's in Washington now. I had Adam Larsman quite say the goalkeeper. Uh, I don't remember who it was, uh, but he, he won, the, won the whole championship here. Uh, Mohamed Abu I had. I had a lot of players, uh, who was in New York. So I had a lot of players that I followed in the, in the league.
0: Well, we're with uh, Ronnie Dyla, the new uh, New York City FC head coach. and uh, So you got hired five days, I think I got that right, five days before the start of preseason. So that's a, that's a pretty quick transition. So how has that been for you? it was good I come in the preseason
1: and before, not after the preseason. So I think, um, you know, football goes so quick when first things happening, is happening. And uh, I've uh, experienced that many times. So, But um, I think uh, we're getting into a good start. And um, it was a little bit hard because we had two tough games uh, just the first week. Um, we had to manage that. But... Um, we we'll get through it without any major injuries. And uh, now we've been training for eight, nine days here now in uh, Santa Barbara. So I think we're in a good a good place, and we start to get to know each other, the staff, the players, the me, and also the people working in the club as well.
0: That's nice. Uh, I, I think one thing uh, that might have made it a little bit more difficult, and I'm sure you, you can't wait till they arrive, a couple of uh, your staff is still missing. Nick Cushing who uh, got one more game left with uh, the Manchester City women on the weekend, and then he'll be joining you. That must have, have added a little bit to the challenge of getting the, the everything you need to get done. Yes, but
1: I think uh, <clears throat> the staff uh, from before has been uh, very, very good. I'm very, very happy to see all the skills and knowledge they have about the game and about the league as well, So and the players. So, uh, Medi, uh, Dan, Rob. Uh, had been uh, together with me all the time, um, so I think we, you know, I think we had uh, we had a good start, and also we had um, uh, a good medical and uh, physical staff as well. So we, we were looking forward to the others arriving, but uh, at the same time, uh, I think we are in a good place right now.
0: It's really an interesting blend, your staff, Ronnie. I mean, oftentimes, uh, you know, a head coach will. You bring in a lot of his own, and you're uh, you're really going to be working with people you've never worked with before, and and the blend is you've got Medi who's played in the league, you've got uh, Rob who's been the keeper coach from the start, then you've got Nick Cushing coming in. Uh, it's an interesting blend. It is, it is.
1: I think it's important. <clears throat> it's uh, it's easy if I come in with, with four or five Norwegian or whatever that has been. It will be. Like the the people I worked there for a long time will try to get into my group. Uh, I don't think that's right. I think it's better that I'm coming to them and that I come with me and my ideas. But at the same time, I have to adapt to what they have done as well. Uh, and it's been so much good work here before with the former coaches. So for me, it's important to have people that uh, knows the league and knows the way they play from before, knows the players, and, and at the same time get in also a couple of people who can come with something different. You get Nick, who has also been in the system for um, uh, Manchester City. We've been around what they're doing.
0: Yeah, and I that you, you talked about learning from, uh, from different people too, and that seems to be something that, that has been very important for you. I mean, what I've read is that uh, in addition to visiting Man City, uh, you visited Barcelona, Ajax, Dortmund. Uh, so uh, you've you've really kind of sought at, out different opinions. It would seem. Yes,
1: <clears throat> I think you. If you, if you think you are, know everything about football, you're not. Uh, you don't do that. You are finished. You have to all. Well, it's uh, evolving so quick. Football, so you need to always be out there looking for what's happening and uh, and knows exactly what's uh, what the best ones are doing. And that's also a very good uh, opportunity here when you have. Uh, when you are together with the uh, with the City Group, you you can get uh, knowledge uh, from one of the best clubs in the world, and that's um, that's something we have to take advantage of.
0: Well, let's get into your philosophy a little bit, uh, and uh, the the thing that stood out for me your uh, your first interview with the club. Uh, you said something to the effect that if you had a choice, you'd rather win 5-4 than 1-0. Uh, so, uh, which I think, uh, as Gary mckay Stephen put it last week when we were chatting, that was uh, music to the ears of the players who generally enjoy attacking football. So is that, uh, is, is that safe to say mm-hmm. that you're really going to push forward? Yes, we want to
1: have the ball as much as possible, We have, but we need to be direct at the same time. So... One thing is to play, but we have to play with purpose. And uh, when you do that, you you create a chances. And uh, our pressure has to be dynamic. So when we are in, a, we are pushed opponent in their own half and uh, high up on the pitch. I think it's important that we are very good in transition. Try to win the ball quick back again. And also we have to defend lower when when uh, good teams are playing us uh, lower in the pitch. We have to defend in a good way as well because good defending creates uh safety at the same time also opportunities to break on them so i think uh to 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 get the team to to break down break them down through good offensive play in the, uh, the in the established play is important but also good defense so we can take them unbalanced in uh in counter attacking as well
0: well I, I, the the pressing game which uh... Uh, we've read about as something you favor and you were just you know kind of describing some of the ways you might utilize that. Uh, I'm sure, I, I don't know if you've ever been to Yankee Stadium for a game, but I, I'm, I'm certain if you've watched games there and you've heard that it's a smaller pitch, is that going to mm-hmm. maybe work uh, to the advantage of how you want to play?
1: I think, uh, of course, when you have a smaller pitch, it's not so easy to get overload on the sides when you switch it so i see the games from before is a lot of turnovers who lose and win the ball a lot and uh, then it's important that uh, we use the right moments to keep the ball and the right moments to, to attack and i think um to play in the stadium uh the Yankee stadium before us uh, given the team a lot of uh, points and uh, been a very good home uh, arena and that's something we want to want to keep on doing so but uh, if I could choose, of course, uh, the, the pitch uh, if they've been uh, wider is uh, is more easy to to get a good uh, offensive play.
0: Right, so it works a little bit on both sides. You know, might be easier to press, but a, a little yes. bit more difficult to build. Build. Uh, New York City head coach Ronnie Dyla, our guest, and uh, the uh, I, I want to go back to your your Celtic experience in particular, a player. Uh, that uh, you helped develop uh, Virgil Van Dyke, uh, you know those who have observed and I've talked to a couple of people said that the, they especially thought he became a very good ball playing center back at Celtic. And uh, I wonder, do you have an affinity for training central defenders since that's where you played yourself?
1: Mm, I think uh, I think I were a little bit, uh, when I played as a central defender, I was very into the offensive play. So with creating overload from behind, so we were in Norway, we were a little bit uh, in front of the time in that way, when the, the team I played. And I think uh, it's in today's football, uh, it's so important to have a uh, center defenders that can use the ball and can start to build up together with the goalkeeper. Uh, so Virgil was unbelievable, good in that team. He has everything. That's why he's one of the best, maybe the best central defender in the world right now. So we had also Jason Denayer at that time, and he's playing regularly every week now in Lyon. So those two central defenders was uh, quality.
0: Have you had a – well, you've obviously had time to spend uh, moments with uh, both uh, Maxime Cheneau, Alexander Collins, Sebastian Ibiaga. You've got a young, homegrown, Tavon Gray. What's your assessment of uh, your center back group? Good. I think they are really
1: good, and uh, it's uh, very good for me to come to, uh, into uh, a group of players and a style of play who has been here for four or five years that they are used to play from behind. So for me, the job is going to be much more easy because of uh, theirs in, in their genes already. And uh, for me, and it's the details to work with the uh, details in the in the play, and that that's much more fun than uh, you, to, uh, you deal with a. Uh, the basic things.
0: Yeah. And it it has to be nice that there's been, you know, a a similar style of a play. I I wonder, uh, you know, coming off, um, uh, an Eastern conference, regular season championship. Um, if, if you feel any particular pressure coming in off of the most successful season in the club's history, it's a, it's a young history, but now the expectation will be, well, let's take the next step.
1: Yes, of course. But, uh, so far the club hasn't won any trophies and that's uh that's of course something to eager after to to do that and I think the players are thinking of it but for me it's important to talk with the players that what has happened last year was a lot of uh, was a really good season and a lot of good games but that' doesn't we win us anything this year we have to start already 20th of February to focus on the next game and uh if we develop through the season uh, we know we are a good team we can uh be uh, high up in the league and, uh, and then it's coming a playoff after that and uh, it's to manage those types of games also going to be very important so yes we're going to build on a good uh, performance that I had last year at the same time uh, nothing comes by itself you have to start from zero again and take one time uh, one game out of the time and uh, and that's uh, that's really important Ronnie I see I, I see it's, I saw... so, it's also so close in, uh, in the league you know, we, yeah. with uh, everybody has almost the same amount of money and all these things is so it's uh, it's the most competitive league that uh, is in the world or almost. So, so um, if you drop five percent, you you start losing games that you haven't done before. And if you get five percent better, you can win more games than we did last year.
0: And, and I'm I'm uh, observing social media. I don't know if you are uh, do anything on Twitter, but. Uh, a lot of uh, supporters are talking about the four Vikings now. So that would be you from Norway. You got Alex Ring, Finland, Anton Tinnerholm, Sweden. And then you uh, recently signed uh, Goody Uh And so uh, you've got a bit of a Scandinavian feel to the team now for sure. But could, could you tell the supporters a little bit about uh, Goody? Uh, we've heard he's a left back. He's played in uh, center midfield. We've seen some highlights. But, but what's your expectation of him?
1: I, and, uh, I never coached him before, but uh, I've played against him uh, sometimes uh, with my team. So he, he done, did very, very good in Norway. Played in Rosenborg, the biggest team in Norway. Was uh, successful there. And then he went to Sweden. And I've been very good there as well. So he's a, very, a player with very good uh, playing player understanding, game understanding. He's uh, technically good. Very good left foot. Um. He's a very good attitude, a uh, nice boy, uh, and he can play different positions. And he's a good singer at, some at the same time, so lots <laughs> of positive things. Has has so, he sung uh,
0: Has he sung yet in preseason? Uh, or no, he's yes. not there yet. Has, is he there? Uh, he's coming. He's coming. Okay. So hopefully
1: we can uh, hear some uh, good songs from him. <laughs> okay.
0: Hey, one final <laughs> thought. Uh, look, we've all seen this video of you running around near naked. Part of your commitment to uh, Strum's Godset uh, – <laughs> To the supporters of the 2009 season, avoiding relegation. Now, what happens if you win MLS Cup or Supporters Shield with New York City FC? Will you will you make a public pledge to the New York City supporters?
1: Yes, if if we win the win the playoffs, that's there's uh, something to celebrate. But I don't know, if, no, I don't know. It's a beautiful sight. So I don't know that. Uh, <laughs> I'm a more fat than I was then, so then I have to work out a little bit. But uh, I'm. I, want, uh, I will give something back then, I'm, I'm sure.
0: Well, this, this will be encouragement for you to, you know, maybe get in the room a little bit. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, but, uh, you
1: know, it's important to get a good relationship with the supporters uh, for me. And that's, that's you know, super, uh, supporters are so important for, for me and for the players. You know, it's the 12th uh, man. Um, and uh, I met them once and... That was really, really good. And I'm really looking forward now to to build that relationship. And uh, I already promised that uh, if we win something, then uh, I need to throw off some clothes. Okay.
0: Uh, Ronnie (laughs) Dyla, uh, New York City FC head coach uh, here on Frame. Ronnie, uh, thank you so much. And and, and best of luck uh, on Friday against LAFC. And then uh, as you uh, come closer to that uh, CONCACAF Champions League match. Thank you. The opponent for CONCACAF Champions League, San Carlos in Costa Rica, currently in fourth place in their league. That'll be Thursday, February 20th, and uh, that's going to be the next look anyone has outside of the club with all scrimmages uh, leading up to that closed door. Regarding Dyla's coaching staff, it's Nick Cushing. He'll coach the Manchester City women against Arsenal on the weekend and then make his way out west. As for Efrain Juarez, who has agreed to join Dyla's staff according to sources overseas, that announcement's still pending. Juarez played for Dyla at Valeranga. The other assistants, Medi Balushi, Rob Vartugian, and Dan Fradley, who uh, does the uh, video analysis. Javier Perez not returning to the club. And just one injury note, 32-year-old Maxi Morales, the assist leader in MLS last season, Uh, he has been training on the side ever since that calf injury suffered in Game 2 of the Florida Cup against Palmeiras on January the 18th. At a closeout this episode, a supporter's welcome to Ronnie Dyla, written and performed by Andy Bahania.
2: Hey Ronnie dela, welcome bro to New York City. We've got the greatest fans in the world, and yes we are demanding. Also rude. Don't listen to what haters say to you. You know New York is blue. So far away from Norway But if we could win the Champions League Then everything will be okay You'll win our trust Then we'll go on to win the MLS Cup And the Shield is a must Oh, we're NYCFC Oh, we're NYCFC NYCFC, oh we're NYCFC, we're NYCFC, a thousand miles just ain't that far cause we've got planes and buses and cars, we'll watch the pigeons play at every away day. Winning the Cup may seem hard, but thank God we've got VAR and a youth academy that's always ready to play. The fans will love you either way if we beat Red Bull Home and away and pray we never lose another game. It would be a shame. Hey Ronnie Dela, don't listen to any. They play one game of FIFA 20 manager mode And now they think that they are greater than sticks than stones You know those words won't hurt your bones Now let's bring the cup home Walk together now Oh, it's NYCFC Oh, we're NYCFC Oh, we're NYCFC Oh, we're, we're NYCFC We're NYC
0: This is Glenn Crooks on frame.